welcome to this special episode of um, Barbershare Spotlight. Um, the reason why this episode is so special to me is because I finally got a chance to catch up with my dude, Mr. J. Ruff, the great get the hands himself. Um, if you guys don't know him, know this dynamic barber, you are in for a treat because he's, um, he's, 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 he's a true Chicago barber. That, that Chicago cockiness, that, that, that Chicago vibe that, that we all know and love. Great competition barber, great clean work, but uh, more importantly, like just um, a really good dude with a, with a lot of passion that, and, and um, that's infectious. The energy that he brings um, to, to, to the culture of barbering is, is infectious and it has me excited. And, got a chance to have him come in the studio and um just like right at the beginning when he's like starting to talk i'm still right in the middle of still setting up stuff and luckily i just started press i just thought to press record before we even got started so take a listen in to this you know this conversation with my boy the great gift is j ruff What made you go into a suite if, you, if, you, if you've been off? What made you go right into a suite instead of a salon? Opposed to, uh, like, being around other... Uh, well, you know, uh, the barbershop... I'm good, thank you. Uh, the barbershop, it never really been my thing for a while. Well, it was at one point, but then... Uh, you know how it is, man. You start to develop your, your own style of taste and everything like that, man. And not that I don't enjoy... Uh, fraternizing with, with my fellow barbers and things like that, but uh, I'm all about controlling the environment, you know what I'm saying? So the salon, uh, barbershop kind of environment is kind of, you know what I'm saying? It could go either kind of way, man, depending on certain conversations, depending on certain moods. So, you know, I know inside a private suite, I can kind of control, you know what I'm saying, control the environment more. And you were previously in the private suite, correct? I was, yeah. So how was that experience when you finally moved from the environment that you said you didn't really like being in to being in that suite? Oh man, it was like it was it was dope, man, like night and day. So I one thing I noticed was what was kind of surprising to me, my clients start tipping me more. Mm. And 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 I would ask a couple of them like down the line, like, hey, you know. Not that I'm complaining, but you know what I'm saying? Like, why the change? You know, I noticed you kind of tipping me a little bit better. And they looked at it like, well, you know, I know this, you doing your own thing now. I know this, you know, set this up like this is, is you know, it, it's costly. And uh, and I just want to support you so you can keep going, you know what I mean? And they, they was liking the environment, you know what I mean? And you find some clients, you know, they, they more personable, you know what I'm saying? They like to kind of talk to you, things on their mind and stuff like that. So... Sometimes in a, in a barbershop, you just you just can't do it. You know what I mean? It's so, you know, saying congested with other conversations and stuff like that, man. So yeah, yeah, I started noticing they started valuing uh, the services that I was doing at the shop. I was doing it in the suite, but you know the ambiance is everything. So you get a better experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they they was they was paying me more, man. So yeah, that's yeah. that was the thing that I noticed right away. Yeah, the yeah. pay, pay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Miami accent. Um, what was the pay like for you at that time, and what do you expect it to be like now? So, 
I'm I'm more expensive now, you know what I'm saying? But the the pay was cool then. Like I think uh when I went to the suite I was like doing more like a la carte, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So for a full service haircut I was getting like, you know, uh seventy five dollars, eighty dollars, you know. Um so when I stepped away and I just stopped cutting, period. Uh, I had clients, you know, sending me pictures every week of the unsatisfactory haircuts they was getting, <laughs> and they they was being like, "Come on, man, come back, come back, come back." So um, I was like, "You know what, man?" Um, I said, "I start thinking about it, man, but I won't think about it for less than one twenty-five." You know what I mean? So they was like, "All right, man, I'm cool, man, I'm cool with that." So I'd kind of play with the idea for about. You know, three or four months, like just thinking about, do I really want to get back into it like that? And um, what made me really want to give it a try was like I, I gave my son a haircut, and it was like I remember I, I remember struggling, like mm-hmm. you know, it's like my eye wasn't the same, and I was like, I was like, yo, this this not this not cool, you know? So I can't have my man out here, you know, saying with no bogus cousin, he like, man, who cut your hair? Like my dad, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I ain't want to turn to a whack barber, man. So I was like, you know what? I said it'd be good to, you know what I mean, there were people that were close friends too. So I was like, it'd be good to kinda um, you know, get back, you know, get back into it, keep get me back sharp and and at the same time, you know, these are people that I naturally would just hang out with and kick it with. So, you know what I mean? It made it work, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So what I'm 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 interested in, if he was making at that time seventy five, eighty that's above average already. Making good money, most people would be like, what's that to complain about? Well, so, how did you get into the industry? Because I know where I first started hearing about your name. You was, you know, I love to, sh- to support Chicago Barber. So, when I started hearing about the Juice Cut Competition Barber, you know, naturally, me being a Chicago bar, I'm like, that's why I can't cut. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know how we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I started looking at the consistency. I'm like, he passionate. Yeah. I like him. I like him because he's passionate. So, I started watching a little bit more. And then and then you was with, um, I can't think of buddy name from the firm. Y'all. Jesse. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all got this crew. And, and you didn't really see a lot of that type of camaraderie in Chicago. We we kinda like lone stars. We we like, man, we the best, can't nobody be with us. But y'all did something different that we hadn't seen. I know I came in in the nineties. So I love what y'all was doing because y'all was counter what Chicago was known for. Right. That's what made me pay attention. And I wanted to know how did that start it? Because the typical Chicago barber is not like that at all. So what started that? And then how did you get to the point where you left? Okay. Um, so the firm started uh, initially with the idea of uh, I had at that time I was trying to, you know, you know, get my name out there, going to shows, doing whatever pretty much, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you at school at, at this point in time? At, no, I'm I'm at this point I'm out of school. Okay. I'm, I had been in the shop cutting professionally for about 3 or 4 years at that time. Okay. And uh so I had experienced quite a few things. I had been around and I um and I, I you know I don't want to say like 
the industry, if you allow it to, as sad as it may seem, just like any other industry, the music industry, the anything you in, uh, they they use you to the point of misusing you mm-hmm. if you allow them to. So yeah. I was seeing a couple of things, uh, and I was I wasn't really happy with. It. I was like, you know what? And I was you know making the mistakes going out there, you know, experiencing certain you know like you know certain ways that they can misuse you. Are you able to share certain ways that they misuse? Okay, for instance, right. So I won't I won't say names, mm-hmm. but I so for instance, right. Uh, a company wanted they wanted me to cut on their platform mm-hmm. for a show. Instead of calling me and saying, "Hey, we 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 like how you know we like how you present yourself. We like how you, we like your skill set. Can you come? We would like to bring you on stage to you know perform a couple of haircuts on our platform, right?" Mm-hmm. It, although it's an honor, right? But of course, traveling costs money. It wasn't like local. It wasn't. This was out of town. Yeah. So um, the representative, instead of him coming to me like that, he came to me and said, you know, it was like a lot of, uh, you know, small talk. And he was like, "Hey, uh, are you are you coming to Bronner Brothers?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you, you know, yeah, I, you know, I'll be there." He was like, "Okay, cool. Uh, you, you got anything going on?" And I was like, nah, I'm just coming there to watch the show. He was like, how would you like to, you know, to cut on the platform? An opportunity. So, <laughs> right, right, right. So so that was, okay, his way of saying, hey, you're already going to be down there anyway on your dollar. So mm-hmm. why don't you just come and cut however many haircuts for us? And that way we don't have to pay a guy to come in, you know, or we don't have to pay you to come in to perform on the stage for us. Mm-hmm. So I started seeing stuff like that. It was stuff. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was stuff like that going on. And then I, I was, I was making other type of deals, like just being hungry to get my name out there. Like I remember cutting, you know, like doing ghost cuts for people, like mm-hmm. for their competitions, performances, and stuff like that. And the the person that would be in charge would be like, hey, you know, you know, man, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a feature you in the magazine. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. That that's your form of payment. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, uh, how many cuts? Oh, yeah, just do like two cuts. All right, cool. Two cuts turn to 20 cuts. Mm. 20 cuts turn to 40 cuts to the point where I'm there like 10, 12 hours. And I was like, uh, you know, and then the magazine never came out, by the way. Oh. Yeah, so it never came out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, I did build some dope relationships doing it, though. So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of them things like, you know, sometimes payment is not in the form of monetary all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? So, but, but however, you know, experiencing that, and then certain like I, you know, I had competed in so many shows at that time, so I, I kind of, you know, knew at that time what the wave was in competitions. You know, what the judges were looking for in this particular competition, that particular competition. So, I just said, hey, you know what? I want to help other barbers that want to do the same things that I done. But I want to kind of be there to kind of guide them and say, yo, that's not, no, nah, that's not cool. Or no, nah, I don't do it that way. You know, do it this way. If this company reaching out to you for this, ask them this. You know what I mean? So I started, I thought about the firm. At the time, it didn't have a name. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I wanted to call it. And um, so I just started thinking about passionate barbers who I knew that had the skill set, barbers that wouldn't mind traveling, networking, 
and also uh, barbers that were, you know, wouldn't mind coming together collectively and sharing ideas. So I uh, quite naturally thought of unselfish barbers because a lot of barbers, sad to say, they they kind of hold what they know, they knowledge to themselves. Mm-hmm. So they, for whatever reason, you know, they, I don't know. I, I never understood it, but I, I wanted to get guys that didn't mind sharing knowledge because it was also about, you know, reach one, teach one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if we can all pull each other up, we are strong. So... So I came up with the uh, with the guys. I remember the guys and girl. So it was one uh, female cosmetologist. So I remember them all, and I remember uh, selecting them. Um, I remember uh, reaching out to to all of them, telling them what I wanted to do, and they was like, they were super excited. So at this time, it was time to choose, um, like a president and a vice president. So at the time little to everybody knowledge I was kind of starting to get burnt out and I kind of wanted to just kind of drop back in the scenes anyway so I wanted to be the the guy kind of like behind the scene like hey yo you know do this competition I'll help you do this you know what I'm saying I'll show you how to do this so initially I did a vote for president and vice president I want to say or it was one it was something like that and initially uh the vice president the votes came back uh, for JC mm-hmm. Cuts to be the uh, vice president or president, but at the time, you know, I didn't want it to seem like it was a, a you know, a, a just predominantly black or only four black barbers. So I felt like uh, uh, another race, you know, what I'm saying, aside of me, would be a good way to kind of diversify and, and, and also for those dope Hispanic barbers or the dope whatever other nationality they'd be like oh, okay this is not just a black thing you know what yeah. I mean so so uh, even though JC had won the votes I was I chose Miguel Rosas because he mm. was right under he had one vote less than Johnny so I just kind of overrode it because I thought the look was better yeah but uh, eventually and at the time I didn't know a lot about JC personally I, okay. so that was another thing but I just I thought he was a dope barber. I thought he was really creative, and I knew he was hungry, and I knew he cared yeah. about the industry. So later, uh, I just started seeing like how he was moving. I was like, "Yo, this dude can carry this further than I can." You know what I mean? So yeah. I I, uh, I had a conversation with him. I was like, "Hey, you know, I want to step down as the the acting president. You know what I'm saying? And let you be the president. You know, you you know." run everything or whatever, have whatever you see fit or whatever. And he, and he took it and like, and carried it through like longer than I could have, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I just started to get drained from it. You know what I mean? So that's pretty what, much it. What made it draining and not energizing? A combination of things, man. I had, um, one was I lost my brother. Sorry, yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I lost him in 2015, the early part of 2015. So, I really didn't get a chance to really grieve yeah. properly over that, you know what I mean? Because at the time, it, it happened at a weird time because I was starting to gain so much traction at the time. Mm-hmm. And he is the reason, one of the primary reasons why I started cutting hair. So I took that pain and I kind of used it to to get a second surge, so to speak, you know what I mean? To go and start competing again and things like that. So. While I was out there around the time you started hearing about me, like I really was in pain. You know, a lot of people didn't really know it. You know what I mean? So I was just, uh, you know, 
putting too much, just put too much was on me, you know what I'm saying? I never had a chance to really sit back, breathe, and then, you know, you dealing with people. It could get draining, man, sometime, man, and uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of components that go into that, that kind of, you know what I mean, probably like snatched it away from me a little bit. Yeah. 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 So, I think we met right around like 2016, I think that's when we met. I think, yeah. I, matter of fact, I think, it was my birthday, 2016. Okay. Um, that was when I came here to the uh, suites, and I came here specifically to the suites to completely start over. Because I, when I introduced myself, like if I'm ever doing a speaking engagement, I introduced myself as probably one of the most success, successful failing barbers that you'll meet in this industry. <laughs> Meaning that like I done did the competitions early 2000s. Got the trophies, got the, got the awards, got the accolades, and was broke. Not, not. I had enough to take care of expenses, but you know, I got friends in the industry, and they doing this and they doing that, and I was just like, "What is going on?" And it was just, I had to come and just start over, like to figure out what I was doing wrong. And I knew that I wanted to find more value in myself. So, and I knew I wanted to have more higher tickets. And one of the things that I teach is, um, you know, somebody want to have a high ticket on their service menu. Like, they want to have a, the reason why you don't have $100 service is because you didn't put it on the menu. Right. <laughs> it's just as simple as that, right? And the reason why you ain't put it on your menu is because subconsciously, because you ain't never spent that much money on yourself. Mm -hmm. That's why it feels uncomfortable for you to do that. So you were actually the first person I was just like, I'm going to go to a complete stranger that I don't know, and I'm going to spend $100 to just, because typically we spend that kind of money, we want to, you know, we you know, we look in and all that stuff, and I wanted to just see what it was going to be like. And definitely didn't disappoint me. Um, it's, still on, it's still on IG. Appreciate that. It's still on IG, and I, I still uh, will show people that any other time because... Um, are you from the South Side? Yeah. So, me being from West, we typically be like, man, I'm South Side barbers can't yeah. cut work. <laughs> and I'm sure it's vice versa. Right, right. And um, it was it was at that time where I got my first mentor, and my first mentor showed me the value of supporting one another, and that's what I wanted to do, um, just just to support and observe. And from my experience, I would have never guessed that you were in pain. And I would have never guessed that that um, you were on the verge of being burnt out. What kept you like pushing at that point where you was able to hide it? And then how did you get to the point where it was just like, I can't take it no more? A couple of things. One of the, one of the main things was uh, I took me, as crazy as that may seem, but I took me out of the equation. Mm -hmm. You know, because if if I just focused on me, I would have been quit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I was doing it for other reasons, and uh, and the, the thing about I want to say this right. First of all, when you came when you came to uh, see me, I remember. I just remember um, I got the tag or something on on Instagram, and and that's when I was like, man, I was like. Cause you didn't say you was a barber right away, you know what I'm saying? And and so you know, 
I was like, wait, this dude was like sizing me up. You know what I'm saying? So like, but it was a couple of things that happened during that haircut that, um, when it was time for me to show you the mirror, you looked at the mirror with a barber's type of eye. And I remember, that's not how normal clients look in the mirror. I remember thinking that, but I was like, this dude is probably just really into itself or whatever, which is cool, whatever. But I remember enjoying the conversation and everything like that. So that was super dope. But I never forgot that I, I really appreciated that. You know what I mean? Because we we need, we do need each other. I yeah. was just telling somebody that a couple of weeks ago. Like, man, we really need each other. You know what I'm saying? Because we go through these certain things and these certain, you know, battles or you know, not having it like you want to have it or whatever the case may be. But we really need each other. But... To circle back to answer the question, uh, I never really let it be about me. So when I started seeing what influence, well, I didn't look at it as influence at the time. I looked at it like appreciation yeah. of people that were following me. And I, I mean, I was just like, I was like, man, I can't stop for them. Yeah, I got to keep going. You know what I mean? Like they, they want me to do this. They want me to. You know, so I got to keep giving it to him. So I never did the whole I'm a celebrity type of thing. I never did that. I, I don't understand to this day um, why barbers do that. Yeah. Social media, especially Instagram, from because that's what I'm most familiar with. It has been the best and worst thing at the same time for, for barbers. Yeah. Uh, and particularly because naturally people... We can, if we're not conscious enough, we can compare ourselves to the next person without even knowing what that other person is going through. Like, we'll look at a celebrity and be like, oh, man, they got they got it made. Yeah, It's been celebrities that committed suicide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mental health is, is yeah. real, man. So, um, yeah, the social media, it was never about, it was never about the followers. I, I looked at it as admiration for sure on my part, like, and appreciation, like, I can't believe that they really like my work like that. You know what I mean? Um, true story. I was in L.A., and I, I won't disclose this person's name, but if he's watching, he know who he is. <laughs> uh, I, I, I followed this barber prior to going to L.A. So my rise, my social media rise was, like, almost, like, overnight, it's, it felt like. And shout out to Haven, the groomer, mm-hmm. because... He is one of the reasons why you know me or anybody else would have known me because I was always, and to this day, I'm still kind of like low key, right? I, I don't really, I'm not a, like a braggadocious type of dude. And I used to always kind of view showing your work, even though it was foolish, but I used to view like showing your work as a form of bragging. Mm-hmm. So I was never going to get on social media. Wow. Like, and uh, he forced me to <laughs> get on it. And uh, so I, I get on it. I don't know how it worked or nothing like that. Uh, Haven just randomly called me one night and I was about to cut one of my models hair, but if it wasn't for a show or nothing, it was, he just wanted a haircut. So uh, he happened to call me. He was like, uh, what's up, man? What you doing? And I was mm-hmm. like, um, I'm about to cut. He was like, I work. Who you about to cut? And I was like, I'm about to cut red. He was like, you going to post it? And I was like, well, I wasn't. And he was like, man, post that joint, dog. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, man. So, of course, he, the pressure is on. So I remember spending like an hour and 20 minutes on this cut, right? 
and I'm I'm trying to lace that joint, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just because Haven told me to post it. So he cause he asked, send me a picture when you're done. So I, I cut, I sent him a picture, and he replied, straight butter. And he was like, post it six o'clock in the morning. At the time I had like a hundred and eighty some followers, right? I posted at six o'clock the next morning. He had told me, you know, tag barbershop connect, tag all these people, whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. I posted, I get in the shower. I get out the shower and I kid you not, like the alerts on my phone is like off the chain. Like it was like <laughs> at Barbershop Connect started following it. At Barbershop Connect commenting on the photo. Such and such comment, such and such comment. And it was just like out of nowhere, man. Like before I left the crib, I had a thousand and some followers. So I go to LA. Uh this was this happened before my brother passed. Cause this was uh, this was all in like a two, two to three week time span. Mm. I go to LA, I got like a thousand or something followers, maybe two thousand, maybe, something like that. I, I had start following this guy who I really uh, I really liked. It wasn't only his work that I liked, but I like how he presented himself. Mm-hmm. And uh I saw him in, in, in LA. So I approached him. I never been too big to approach nobody. He was competing also. I was competing and he was competing. I approached him, I was like, hey man, you know, I just start following you. You know, I want to say I really like your work. I really like how you present yourself, your salesmanship, everything is, is super dope. And he was like, oh, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like real dry, like mm. barely, like it wasn't like, you know, I, what's your name, bro? It was, it was like, oh, all right. So whatever. At this time, by the way, I want to add that I had like 2,000, maybe roughly 2,000, close to 2,000 followers. He had 7,000 followers at the time. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, that was January. Fast forward to August, I got 20-something thousand followers. Mm. He has 8,000 followers. Yeah, you popping. I see him, we stayed, at, we stayed at the same hotel. I see him down at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he, when he called eye contact with me, he was like, oh, snap. He was like, man. He, he tell his girl, he's like, hey, yo, take this picture. You know what I'm saying? Take this picture. He was like, <laughs> he shake my hand and say, man. It's finally glad to meet. Finally glad to meet you, bro. Oh. Real talk, and I was like, you know, I I took the picture, and I was like, yo, that's that's super whack, you know what I mean? Because my following shouldn't determine how important I am. So to to younger barbers out there, that could be a, like a killer for some people. But you know, I knew who I was at a thousand followers before a thousand followers before Instagram. But it's some younger barbers or, or that wasn't as equally gifted or nearly as gifted with the natural ability yeah. that they can't produce certain things and um that would discourage them man like they think they less than man so uh it, it never been about that to me anybody to know that i answered every dm every single dm i i was nearly at fifty thousand followers before i deleted my account Every time somebody DM me with a question, I answered it and dropped my phone number. Like, if you got any questions, you can call me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, man. So, them look kind of weird things, man. Them the things that kind of had kind of disgusted me a little bit. And I was just like, uh, you know, it was a lot of whackness in it for me, man. So, it was, it, it just added to the, to the pain, so to speak, man. It was gave me another reason to kind of, you know. That was one of the reasons for sure. I was like, well, I got to get up out of here, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's too unauthentic, man. Yeah. I mean? Yeah, do me a favor. Can you press the, uh, the start stuff? Just press it once and then press it again. Yep. Yep, there you go. Back rolling. All right. So, 
what I'm gonna do is move slightly different direction. So when I reached, so we ain't talked in like six years. Yeah, been been around that yeah. time. Yeah. And um, what made you say yes to come uh, out here? To you? Ah mm-hmm. oh, man, for for one, like it's just a respect. You know what I mean? Like uh, because like I told you before I got in here, like I've been invited to a couple of these and I was like nah you know what I mean but um, I just always just from that first encounter man and just the conversation I remember the conversations we were having and I remember um, I remember the, the the vibe in the room I remember feeling like this dude like if you had mentioned a couple of things spiritual things and I was like this dude is a dope dude man you know what I mean so uh, when I found out how good you were and I was like yo this dude did not need me to really cut his hair. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that you were supporting me. You know what I'm saying? So I took it at nothing by that. Hey, hey, man, he support me. And, you know, he come from all the way across the way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So either, it was I always had a respect, man. So it was like when you um, when you put the post up, I was like, yo, hey, you know, I'm there. And by the way, I, I still work a regular job. Okay. I called off for for it today, so appreciate that. Yeah, so it was like, but this was that important to me, you know what I mean? Man, I appreciate. Yeah, that. no I doubt. Did. So yeah, so I was like, man, I gotta come, you know, I gotta come holler at him, man, and because I remember my energy from cutting you that time in the conversations we had. So I was like, man, you know, hey, why not my first be here, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. So okay, so you work. All right, this is gonna be this, that's interesting. So. If you can create anything for the future, like the next six months or so, uh, next year, over the next twelve months, what would that look like? It'll be. Uh, let me let me uh-huh. put a caveat to that. Personally, professionally, and financially. Okay, so um, we'll start with financially first. We start with financially, in no particular order, but mm-hmm. I start with that. So I'm glad you added that because. Today, as we had this interview, I'm not up right now. You know what I mean? I'm not up. I'm not, you know, financially where I want to be. I'm not living how I want to live, so to speak. I don't have a bank account to reflect what I would like it to reflect. Mm -hmm. But I feel so damn good right now. I'm telling you, man, like the energy... I can't even explain it. It's like it's it's like throwback J Ruff type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like before the before the pain and everything like that. When I was just going off of sheer love, like like my creativity is is bouncing all over the place. You know what I mean? Like it was it was like trapped in a box. Mm-hmm. And, but now it's like boom 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 boom. I'm I can't stop thinking. You know what I mean? So so from a financially standpoint, I I'm just uh, I can see myself definitely. Um, Definitely healthy financially the next time, you know, I jump on one of these with you. Uh, definitely financially healthy on the personal side and the business side. But, um, and, and you know, and it's primarily, of course, it's, you know, it's for things that I like, but it's mostly to help people, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I know it's coming, you know what I mean? Because that's the, that's the type of dude I am at heart, man. So that's what I see. Um that's what I see creating and happening in the manifesting as we speak. Uh, personally, man, I just want to be at a place like spiritually and mentally where uh, I know 
where to be content at and who to be content with, what situations to be content with, because I'm naturally a never satisfied type of dude. You know what I mean? So I gotta, I gotta find that type of, you know what I'm saying? Like connection where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm cool right here. This mm-hmm. cool. You know what I mean? So that's why I want to be personally, uh, um, I would like to be personally, um, and something of ground, you know what I'm saying? Something that's grounded, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I'm not, uh, I'm a person of structure, you know what I mean? I, I thrive better in structure, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, I wouldn't mind being there, you know, uh, for sure. Uh, I, I don't know what that what that lead to from a relationship standpoint or nothing like that, uh, but... You know, you know. Right now, my mind is 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 open. My my heart is becoming open. You know what I mean? So, so that so that's that. Uh, professionally, it, it's built around education and, and true inspiration. Like I really want to be one of the guys that's reaching out to some of the guys, the students, and the or the guy that's not a student and he probably down in the dumps, man. Yeah. My my thing is to you know help pull him up, man. Professionally, uh, I'm coming, man, um, with a different type of heat this time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm coming with a different type of heat. I'm super hungry, not even for the money though, man, but for for the love of the art. I'm super hungry for it. So uh, I'm I'm about to really go deep into educating myself, keep pushing myself. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm a I'm a reach the ceilings, man, and I'm a bust through them, man. So yeah. I want to keep, you know, just uh, I'm so inspired right now. You know, what I'm saying the culture got me re- really, really hype again, man. So um, professionally, man, I just I just want to make that imprint that I had the ability to make from day one. You yeah. know what I mean? But it was other things going on. But now them things are behind me now. So you know, I'm, I'm flowing free right now, man. So. Yeah. 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 All right. So specifically, financially, you don't have to say it out loud. You have a number in mind. Don't say it out loud. Just have it in your mind. Professionally, is it something like a a specific milestone that you want to hit in the next year? And then personally, like when you talk about like structure and, and, and having all that, is it something specifically that you want to see happen? Have those in your mind and which one is most important? Damn. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> you know what? I would say personally is the most important because it bring on the rest of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, because if I'm not good personally, I can't see one of those other things being, you know what I mean? I, it, it may look good for a little bit, but it's not sustainable. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Are you able to say specifically what that personal thing is? Is like, like. Well, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely want to strengthen my relationship uh, with God for sure. Uh, I've always believed in, in, in a higher power, and uh, I, you know I'm you know, extremely grateful for the for the gifts I've been blessed with. And it's one of them things when I think back at some of the things that was missing in my life. Um, that was it. That was always it. You know, what I man. Even it's been times that I've been up, like way up, money wise, credit wise, you know, 
everything. I was up. And when I think about it, that was the one thing that was always, you know, although I always had a relationship with God, but maybe not as deep and not as intimate as it should have been. Yeah. So that's definitely, uh, that's where it started at for me. And I think that, that, that check a lot of boxes already. You know what I mean? It's like a domino. What stopped? So what stopped that from being the number one pursuit? Back then? Mm-hmm. I just think, uh, you know, the, the devil will distract you, man, sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. man. You know what I mean? So you can be in these things, man, that's so caught up. Like one of the, the, the great gifts about me is also the curse in me, in a sense, because once I lock in on something, like I really don't see nothing else. You know what I mean? So when I, when I want something, there's that something that I'm coming for, and so I'm missing everything else over here. There's like a, a horse with blinders on, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. 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 So, do you think that the craft or the business got in the way? I don't think so much that. I just think. Um, or everything else that came along with it. I think it was more of the things that came along with it. And, uh, you know, it, when I started seeing it wasn't really as pure as I would have liked it to be. Um, it started kind of, you know, putting a bit of taste in my mouth. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Yeah. So what have you put in place now that that will no longer be a challenge, that your pursuit to grow spiritually is priority? I know, I know you need people, you know what I mean? So you can't really do it without people. So I've always naturally, my drive has taught me to, you know, to, to put the backpack on and, and charge for it, you know what I mean? But now I know that, yo, I need him, I need him, I need her, her, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, so I've been on, a, you know, on the phone these last, you know, few weeks, month or so, like just, you know, reconnecting with people that I, you know, lost contact with, like, yo, you know, hey, look, we need each other, man. I need you, you know what I mean? If yeah. you need me, I, I got you, you know what I mean? So. I'm just trying to uh, keep that. I will keep that in, in the forefront of my mind. Like it can't be done alone. You know yeah. what I mean? You you need people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, on a scale from one to ten, how committed are you personally to this process of growth? Oh, fifteen. Oh, my man. Yeah. 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 Fifteen. So, yeah. So. What can clients expect from you, like, once you full-time? Hey, look, man, let me say this, man. And I'm going to say this, real talk. Like, right now, I'm going to go ahead and stick my chest out a little bit. (laughs) Because I gave, this is for all the unprofessional barbers or haircutters out there. Those guys who skated by maybe in barber school or you didn't finish or you bought your license from somebody mm-hmm. for those guys. I gave y'all about two and a half years <laughs> to get it together. Mm-hmm. I'm coming now. Yeah. And when I come, it, it's, you will start noticing you won't see people that you used to see every week or every other week. You will stop seeing them because yeah. I'm coming. Like the, 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 the marketing, the promotion, not only that, the execution of the service itself, 
like clients are they they I'm I'm going in my bag, man. It's a big hefty one too, man. So <laughs> I'm pulling out everything now. Like, hey, look, I want on this go round, I won't leave no stone unturned. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm I'm searching for the completeness of me. You know what I mean? So what what I was weekend, I'm I'm strengthening those. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know, I'm I'm addressing a lot of stuff with me. So hey, I'm coming, man. It's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be definitely an experience. Um for those clients, man, that that give me the opportunity, you know what I mean, to show them a, a different form of what they probably have been getting, I won't disappoint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're going through this process of rebranding. What part of the old you can't come to the, this future? Definitely, uh, I would say um, I, I got to let go of some things, you know what I mean? Like, like, a lot of that, like, even though some will argue, because I've been reaching out to some of my old clients and, like, asking them, like, hey, if it was one thing you could say that, you know, I could have been better at, you know what I mean? Like, what would it be? And a lot of them was like, man, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You know, it, to me, you was perfect. But I know that that's not true, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. for my own self, I got expectations. So I know that I got to let go of certain things, and um, I have to be more understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, because because one thing about when you're really passionate and really love something, for me, I can tend to get like um, not a you know kind of maybe a bit overbearing for a client that's not accustomed to a barber taking his business serious. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's been some fallouts. You know what I mean? It, it and when it could have been a better way handled. You know, I could have handled it a better way. So. I know uh, my my approach to certain things. Uh, even though I've been a humble guy, but I th- I can I think I can dig for more humility and a deeper understanding for people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know, hey, this guy, he's a late guy, man. Let me try to be creative to adjust something to where it won't irritate me. It won't leave him without a haircut, mm-hmm. but then it won't mess up the next man behind him. Time so yeah. I can do better. I, um, with my patience I want as patient Because And I think that's because Of the things I was going through I had a lot weighing On my shoulders You know what I mean So When You know When I was encountering Some of them problems It was like Yo just go Just just, just get out of here You know yeah. what I mean So Yeah That's so, yeah. dope That's yeah. dope Who are your inspirations Right now Man dude That's a long list man So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna shorten it uh, As much as I can Um, Within the last year I, I would say like I kind of been peeking you know peeking into some cats or whatever so uh groom city for sure has been one of them uh I, I for those who are not familiar with him he was like my uh, arch nemesis in the juice fade battle we had this thing where we was like going back and forth what I actually didn't really like him to be honest <laughs> like it was like for real like this thing and I really didn't like him and, and then we had a conversation over the phone for like Two and a half hours one day, and uh, and I understood them. So, yeah. um, to see, to hear what he wanted to do back then, and the reasoning for his doing what he wanted to do, and then to see that he actually those things manifested, and yeah. to, to know the type of man he is, that was that was super dope. So, I really is inspired by him for sure. Um, my man Haven, for sure. Uh, I remember meeting Haven, the groomer, and 
we had so many conversations, man, and he's another brother that did everything that he said that he wanted to do. Yeah. And um and and a lot of what he did is is pulling other people up behind him. Like he got the barbershops out there and he you know, he trained guys mm-hmm. up and super dope dudes, so he an inspiration for sure. Um J C Cuts is another dude. Now J C um he recently uh won his hundredth competition. Mm. And I remember him when he first competed and he didn't he didn't place. It was a student competition. And then I remember him I you know, I was kinda of following him and uh he just didn't understand competitions at all. <laughs> he just didn't understand how they win and, and he didn't but he was a dude that would never quit. And I always admired that in him. So when I see the things he did, uh, that was inspiring because I'm like, yo, I remember talking to him and he was at like close to 50 trophies. And I was like, I jokingly was like, you might as well just go for 50. I mean, go for another 50. You you halfway there just about. <laughs> and he was like, you know what? I think I might do that. <laughs> and then I'm like, I talked to him. I Like, I won't talk to him. Then I talked to him. I'm like, how many trophies you now? He's like, I'm at 83. I'm like, get it. <laughs> and I'm like, man, so imagine we was all off from competing. Well, I've been off, but everybody was off from competing during the pandemic. So he had like a, a two-year hiatus almost yeah. with no competitions going on. And then he reached 100. So that was super dope. Um, I'm inspired by um, um, the old owner of my barber college, uh, Kenny Williams. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a guy who a lot of people who, if they don't know him, he is really legendary. You know, he did things in the industry. He was, like, trendsetting in a lot of ways. Like, I remember barber colleges was all charging, like, $5. He's like, I'm recharging 10 hmm. You know, recharge. I don't care if it's a barber college or not. This is yeah. the best barber college. Yeah. And he stood on that, and that attitude was, like, like, like contagious for real. And, he, and I remember, like, I remember walking into school, and uh, seeing a bunch of trophies. I didn't even know barber competitions existed. Mm. And, um, yeah, man, uh, they was about competing and they was about winning, about being the best, about being the best at business, being the best at the practical part of barbering and everything. So definitely inspiration to see him back in his, getting back in his element and stuff like that, man. I'm definitely inspired by him. And uh, I'll round the list off. Uh, with my barber instructor, you know, Mr. Muhammad the Cup Professor. So mm. he uh, he's a man, one of the rawest natural barbers, you know. And at being a master barber, it's hard. I will imagine it not being super easy to take criticism from a person that's not a master barber. I'm not a master barber, but I don't consider myself a master barber anyway. But I critiqued his social media, critiqued some of some things I was like, yo, you, you need to display your work a little better. You need to, yeah. and he like, like you know, humbled himself. He didn't have a title like I, I talked you, or you know, what I mean, he was just like, man, I right, man, I, I feel it. So, you know, to see him starting to recreate his his thing at the at the level of mastery that he that he's uh, reached in the game, that's inspiring. So, um, I would say definitely that man for sure. I, I, I would end it. There's a lot of people, but I could I'd be here all day. You yeah. know what I mean? But I, I ended with them. Yeah, that's 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 cool. That 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 you still find inspiration in 
in, in new places as well as old places. Um, is there anything that you're turned off by with in the industry? Yeah, man, I just think um, the same things. Uh, well, I wouldn't even call it a turnoff now but because then it, it really did. But now it's kind of like I expect it. And the only thing I can do is just do my part to change it. You know what I mean? But it's still like the Hollywoodness of yeah. it all. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I got 100,000 followers. I'm better than you because you got only 100 followers. Or You know what I mean? It's, it's that attitude right there. And um, it's the attitude of, uh, like, just the selfishness and greed of like holding things to yourself. Like, you know, if you, if you got a skill or got a, a certain thing that another barber is seeking to get and he uh, humbly approach you, why wouldn't you help him? Like, why yeah. do I gotta, you know, I, I get you have to be paid for certain things for your time and things like that. But I always thought it don't cost nothing to, 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 to type, you know, I use this brand of color or I do that. Yeah. Now when it, it's it's different, like hey, can I do? Can you do a one on one for me or whatever like that? Now you can. That's to each his own or whatever. You can charge for that or whatever the case may be. I, I'm knocking that, but you know, just that whole you know, I'm not giving it unless I'm getting paid. Right. Know what I mean, so because the money gonna be there, man. It's, it's, right. You know what I'm saying? The, right. That other stuff, man. That that don't matter. If Instagram shut down today, man, there'd be so many people that'll cry and, you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, I can't, you know, they whole world will collapse, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it ain't about the followers, man. I always, uh, just that right there, man. Don't do it for the likes, man. Just do it for the love. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so with that being said, for the younger barber that's new in the industry or for the one that's trying to rediscover themselves from your experience and the approach that you're taking now, do you need a strong social media presence to have success behind the chair? Capital N, capital O. <laughs> no, you do not. My bro. <laughs> you know, no, you do not. No, 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 no. And if you are blessed enough that because we don't know why people follow us, mm -hmm. we we have I, like I I have no clue. I can just because uh, it's I mean you are if not dope or equally dope at least you know what I'm saying. And back then I had way more followers than you. That didn't determine that I was a better barber than you. Mm -hmm. You know, so many dudes that it's it's always uh, it was a dude back that was hooping on the playground that, that a dog might one on one. I know he was out there somewhere, maybe yeah. a couple of dudes, but nobody never knew him. Right. That didn't mean he couldn't get buckets. Right. So for the young barber, yo, just take your time, man. Stop comparing yourself. It's only one you. Yeah. It's only one that guy, one yeah. that girl, one, you know what I'm saying? We are unique in our own right, you know what I mean? So you are as dope as those guys that you looking at that got 200,000 followers. You are as dope as them, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's all here, you know what I'm saying? And it was coming from here. It's gonna take care of itself. You ain't gotta worry about it. If, but if you do it for the wrong reasons, you will never reach that. Yeah. Ever. But you can have much success without being a big social media presence type of guy. But how? You gotta get out there and grind, first of all. Like, you cannot be prideful. Even when I was good or getting good, I still went out and passed out flyers. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was literally, I was working in Silicon Classy Barbershop in Country Club Hills. I didn't sit down 
from Thursday to Saturday, I never took a seat. Mm-hmm. I, my chair constantly rotated. I still, my feet was aching at the end of the day. But when I had a little bit of break, just a little bit, mm-hmm. I, I didn't take that break and get sit down and like, you know, I, I took that break and I'm going to pass out 10 flyers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And mm. I just looked at it like, yo, if I get one of them to come out of 10, I'm good for one out of 10. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a younger barber, like, you got to get it. You can't, and you can't rely on social media to do it for you. It's, it is, that's an avenue that you can gain clients. But, yo, some people leave it at that. They put some nice pictures up and they be like, okay, I'm waiting for some clients to DM me. <laughs> I'm waiting for some clients. Nah, dude, you got to go get out and get that. Yeah. Because it's, and the salesmanship of barbering, the salesmanship of anything, the consumer, the average consumer, they can't say no. They don't even know how to. So if you approach a person and say, hey, I'm such and such, give me a try, come sit in my chair, I work over here, they're probably not going to say no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to come and give you a try. Yeah. But you got to keep putting the work in because when they give you a try, it's not about uh, Lauren Hill say, it's not about what you cop, it's about what you keep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. If mm-hmm. you can client retention, I mean, you just keep building, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But So you, you don't want to be one of them dudes that get a lot of clients and then you losing a lot of clients because you can't get up in the morning on Saturday or you party Friday night. You come in there, you still smell like the party from Friday night. Yeah, You got to you gotta really, this game is going to give you what you give it. It's, it's no way, it's, it's no cheap way into this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't buy it. Yeah. 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 What about for that barber that feel like they're in the wrong location? They're in the wrong location, they're in the wrong city. Ain't no good clients out here. Well, if you feel like you're in the wrong location, let me say this. I believe wholeheartedly, if you really want to, you can be in a cave somewhere. <laughs> and if you apply yourself, people will come and find that cave. Yeah. They will come and find. Scottie Pippen went to central Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Central Arkansas. Name me one other person that came from Central Arkansas. Great example. Yeah. yeah. So they'll find you. Yeah. If you're good and you putting in the work and you putting in, tr- clients can't help but to speak because s- sadly they've been getting so many bad services over the years. When they see an exceptional service, not an exceptional haircut, mm-hmm. an exceptional service, they can't stop talking about that. They can't stop thinking about that. Yeah. So for that barber, yo, you know, now if you're in the wrong environment to where that environment is is running your clients away mm. and it's draining you, then you need to get out that environment because yeah. the people that you surround yourself with is equally as important, you know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. What about that guy that just, they don't want to deal with people no more. They, they just want to go to the suite. They want to be just like you. I want to just go to the suite. And they have no track record of work well at that point right now because i'm 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 that guy so you got to be prepared that your work has to you got to back that up you can't be coming and no like sweet and talking about i'm in a suite come check me out they are expecting sweet product to walk up out of that you know what i mean so when they see when they see you in the suite they're expecting this is different this is not the average yeah. So you got to be prepared. So invest, 
You know what I mean? Like you got to do special services. It, it's this like a private setting. So yeah. clients, you know, they don't if they if you come in there, you just whip, 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 get them out there in fifteen minutes, and they can be like, yeah, <laughs> I pay what for this? You know, what I'm saying? I can go to the bar shop and get this. Right. So you got to be able to your work got to be ready to uh to to back up that talk. Right. You know what I'm saying for sure. So every example you gave, it sound like you are a big a big uh, proponent of uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> This work ain't no easy, ain't no easy way around it. Nah, man, dude. Let me tell you something, man. I, I, man, I work super hard, man. I work super hard. This didn't just fall in my lap. You know what I mean? Like, uh, somebody explained it to me uh, last week. Like, it's a blessing to even be able to come back because everybody not welcome back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everybody is, and, and when you think about it, like people leave and then they come back around, you be like, yeah, I wish, I wish he could have just stayed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, man, yeah, man, it's um, you got to work, man. Like I, I, I worked extremely hard, man. I, I, I remember getting cars printed out from Vista Print when I was before I went to Barber College. I, I got some uh, cars printed out from Vista Print. I used to ride. I didn't have a car. I used to ride my mother's bike, you know what I mean? And I was sticking the cars in people's mailboxes yeah. and in their doors. And I found out I didn't even know that was illegal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what they, a, a police officer told me, that, like, yeah, you know, you can't put this in people's mailbox. I was like, oh, man, you know, my bad. But I was working, man, like, like nonstop, up all night, watching YouTube, uh, oh, man, watching, you know, just all heck. I used to pay barbers, clients, to let them get him a design. Yeah. So if it was a design barber, like this guy, Glenn Martinez, he was a super dope dude, man. Like one of my good brothers, man. He did design so dope, man. And I wanted to learn designs. His clients would not have the money to pay him. I was like, I pay for it. And yeah. I would sit there and video the whole process, how he move his hands, how he take one guy line, go to the other guy line. So that, that's putting in work. You know what yeah. I mean? I was a student. I was a true am still a true student of the game you yeah. know what I mean so I'm not too good to watch another barber and be like man, how you do that or how but yeah you, it's, it's not gonna come to you right, you can press Stop. the button here. yeah yeah good right. so let me say be going. press it one more time yeah it's on now alright so um we gonna we gonna move in a direction out um, man, so I, I, I really, I'm excited about what, what you're going to be doing in the near future. I mean, this kind of, I mean, when I saw, when I saw what you posted, I was like, oh, snap, me pull my cameras out now. He's, <laughs> I got the opening scene, but look, look in the eyes. Of, I was like, oh boy, he's about to, about yeah, to wake man. something up. Um, you know, I'm competitive by nature. Um, but. I'm at the point now where it's I've let I've let this business beat my body down. How important is taking care of yourself? Man, on a scale from one to ten, a thousand. <laughs> like from the food you eat, uh, working out, and what you mentally consume is super important. You know what I mean? So, um, me, I'm a dude that, like, you know, I, I, I try to definitely stay in the gym. I try to stay, you know, eating right with my diet because 
you really you think about it, you you're relying on your body and your brain mm-hmm. to perform these services that you say like I'm spectacular at doing. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if you're not getting the proper rest, not eating right, not working out, you 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 not as you not as you not your higher self. You're not your at your full strength. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's super important, man. It's it's stretching, yoga, visiting the chiropractor. All these things are investments. You know they are investments back into your body. You know what I mean. So, yeah, if if, if you one of the guys that's definitely gonna be standing up a long period of time, yeah, it's important, man. Like, cause you might can do it for a little bit, but it's gonna weigh you down. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna weigh you down one way. You are gonna catch it some kind of way. If you don't catch it physically, you are gonna catch it mentally. We gonna it's gonna catch up to you for sure. Yeah, yeah. How did has has that always been a part of your? your business being able to just focus in on taking care of yourself or did something happen where you needed to focus more on that? That wasn't always a part of it. I, um, shoot, man. I was, uh, I remember, I used to eat everything. And if, uh, there's still some pictures circulating out there some some kind of way when I was the Chunky or J-Ruff or whatever. So I used to eat, man, Harold's chicken, all kind of stuff, man. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, for you know lunch and dinner and uh because of the barbershop life or whatever but but man nah man i just and i didn't even in well i intentionally wanted to stop but i didn't even think about it from a health standpoint i just thought i wanted to start dressing different Mm. and i started shop i started like eye shopping on online like uh banana republic you know certain express for me and certain things because i wanted to start like dressing it up when i go compete and they ain't had no three X's and stuff like that, man. At them uh, spots, man. I was Is like, three X. Yeah, man. I was a three X. Not only was I a three X, and you know we wore jeans bigger back yeah. then. So I was like a forty four in the jeans. What? Yeah, that's what I was rocking. Forty fours, <laughs> no lie, man. And I used to get a Pelly jacket, man. I used to get that jacket at like a three XL size to where I can put a hoodie under it. So it still was like it was super nasty. So put that in perspective. Now, what is your pants size? Thirty two. Thirty-two, so forty. Yeah, bro. yeah, and I and I wear uh, I wear a medium shirt now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's so. crazy. So this transformation, what did it do for your haircuts? Oh, I think it done a lot because uh, you know um, when you selling something, they also want to see the, the 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 person producing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. When you approaching somebody and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna give you the best haircut of your life. I'm gonna have you looking the best you ever look," mm-hmm. and they looking at you and you got a belly overlapping, and mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying they they probably <laughs> they probably not as believing, but it's a a lot. You a lot more marketable, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you can throw a, a nice shirt on and it, and it lay yep. right, and you throw a tie on, they like, oh man, you know, I, he look like he's worth a hundred dollars for a haircut, you know what I mean? So it's kind of it's 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 a, it's a big deal, man. It's a super big deal. Yeah, so it's it's an investment, man. But I know it's not easy. But to put it in perspective, the mind is is powerful than the temptation. Yeah, it really the te- it, the temptation won't win if, if you don't let it. You know what I mean? I remember eating Harold's chicken and on the second wing, I I I was chewing it and I said I'm never eating this again. That was in 2010, and I never ate Harold's chicken again. Wow! So everything I cut off, I cut off cold turkey. Like I'm not mm. doing that. It went to turkey from chicken. It went to turkey, and I'm like, I'm done eating turkey burgers. I'm not eating them no more, and I never ate them again. So what are you doing now? 
uh, pescetarian diet for the most part, but then I, I double back uh, to vegan, depending on what I'm trying to do in the gym and stuff like that. No dairy, you know, man, I drink a lot of water. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I do uh, electric, a lot of electric food, a lot of, you know, food that feed the body, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so that's an important part of your life. What what other things you you you, you touched on uh, spiritually? Um, you got into your health. Is there any other thing that is kind of that kind of fuels you and your passion? Just the challenge of coming back in itself. You know what I mean. And not only coming back, but being accepted back. You know what I mean. Mm. Because I, I'm gonna tell you, man. Everybody from Everybody that DM'd me, everybody that called me, when they see me pop on social media, um, uh, you know, and particularly uh, my man Chuck, who's your barber, Bones the Goat, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a number of guys that called me um, just genuinely, like, wanting to know was I okay, you know what I mean? Um yeah, man. Uh, I I was just like I was overwhelmed by that. Like, man, because these are all people that you know y'all are my peers. You know what I mean. So when y'all are excited for me to be back, it make me feel more comfortable with expressing to y'all the things that I've been through. You know what I mean. Um, you know, and and also to make a vow. You know what I mean. Like. Now, like I'm, I'm not gonna be the one to, to break it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I gotta, I gotta come and do my part. You know what I'm saying? And I can't, the, the, the can we curse on? <laughs> you, you good? Okay. Go the, the shittiest feeling that I had was I was at a, I, I came to a hair show, and uh, a younger barber came to me and he was like, "Hey man, why did you delete your page?" And I was like, "Oh man, I just got tired of social media." He was like. Well, but man, man, I used to look for your, I used to look at your page for inspiration, and I felt so low, man. Yeah. And because I, I, I immediately thought that was some selfish ish that you just did, man. Like you know what I mean? Like because our gift is for not us only, but it's to share to the world. You know what yep. I mean? So now, like those guys, I mean. It'd, it'd be that forever when I when I put the work unless you know some other stuff that's out of my control happening you know what I mean like you know I heard they like stealing accounts or something like that mm-hmm. God forbid or whatever but I'm still gonna have the, the content to put back up there if, it, if that happened you know what I mean so uh, man so yeah man it's, it's that right there though man like the, the, the way y'all have embraced me man I can tell each and every one of y'all man I truly thank y'all man I, I, I love y'all for it man and and I won't disappoint. I, I'm super motivated, motivated by it. You know what I mean. So when I'm thinking of ideas, I'm thinking of y'all. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm really doing it for us. You know what I mean. So it ain't just for for my uh, for my glory at all. You know what I mean. But it's like yo, I'm gonna do this for us, man. I hope they like it. You know what yeah. I mean. So even dipping back to the video, the video was for us. You know what I mean. Like I was advised not to uh, make it that long a video. Because, you know, the algorithm and I'm like, man, skip all that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing this for us, man. You know what I'm saying? So 
whoever had the patience to watch the two minutes and 53 seconds or whatever right. it was, man, I hope that it inspired you. I hope that it touched you. And uh, and then, in fact, did touch a lot of people. A lot of people, was, I, I personally had conversations with people like, man, you know what? I was about to sit it down, man, until I seen that video. Yeah. So, you know, that that mean the world to me, man, right there, man. That's yeah. better than any type of, you know, repost or million views or whatever. But I'm I'm thankful for the views that it got and the people that it touched, truly. You know what I yeah. mean? That's good, man. I, I definitely appreciate you coming by. It's good to see you, brother. No, yeah. Good Michael to see you. Really um, like you know, if you, uh, if you feel up to it, um, Barbershed is is primarily geared towards helping overworked and undervalued barbers to navigate in and out of burnout so they could find, attract, and retain a profitable clientele. And unfortunately, we can talk about the mindset all we want. We can talk about spirituality. We can talk about health. But at the end of the day, barbers just want to see cuts. Mm-hmm. Barbers, barbers is going to be barbers. So is it possible when we do our next live that you would consider coming back and showcasing some of your skills to help help pull somebody along? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. You already know, man. You, you know, you got me. I'm in now, man. You know what I'm saying? I didn't got it. Got them here. Got, you know, got them the lights and everything. Yep. <laughs> you know and I got it. You're on camera saying it. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, nah. I'm down, man. And, and for those schools that, that reached out to me, uh, I, I it's my plan to definitely come through first to speak and then uh, on the practical side. So this is kind of perfect, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we get to speak, and then I can, yeah, I come and throw down on something, man, you know, yeah, for so, sure. I mean, while you're on camera, if you want, you can, you can, you know, lay out a little pitch, and, and we can clip it out, and you can use it for yourself. Oh, uh, man, you know what? I ain't had time to think of no pitch, man. Dang, but, <laughs> you know, uh, nah, it just, you know, um, I'm, I'm for that, man. I'm for, like, learning and teaching, and you know what I mean? So, you know, man, we 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 gonna get it done, man. For everybody that reached out to me and stuff like that, and I'm definitely gonna reach back. If I, I I've reached back to some of you know most people already, but uh, I'm gonna reach back. And uh, right now, it's just a timing thing, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna get in there and speak, and then I'm gonna come in, and I'm gonna throw down a cut. And because I've been asked certain things, I've been the main thing now is getting what I know and making it a teachable, putting it in a teachable format. Yeah. For for people to follow, you know what I mean. So, so yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm ready for it for sure, man. The continuing education, man, is is where it's at, man. That's what I'm yeah. about, man. So. Yeah. Any anything particular in continuing education that you're focused on? I'm mostly focused on um, not so much the uh, the practical part of barbering, but just the 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 uh, the theoretical uh, standpoint and uh, um, and then the business side of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Definitely because. Um, I want to say this. I remember it's not about how good you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, I cannot stress that enough. It is not about how good you are. That helps mm-hmm. for sure. But I remember I was I was going to get my hair cut uh, in the in a bar, in this one barber shop. And the, uh, the owner used to cut me, and uh, he had a lot of young guys around him, and uh, you know, cutting. 
And uh, they, used to, they used to, man, really, like, pump a lot of life into me. I'm going to get some of this joint now, too. Shoot. <laughs> but um, they used to pump a lot of uh, life into me, man. Like, just by the questions they would ask and how excited they was that I was there getting my hair cut. I was, like, kind of tripping like that. Mm. But, um, <laughs> man, that's so good. <laughs> but, uh... They uh this one barber asked me I never forget this was like yesterday man he said hey man because uh, he's asking me questions every, every week like a bunch of questions and I was cool you know what I'm saying I normally like to get my hair cut in peace but I, I, it was cool though you know what I mean so he asked me a question one day and he was like what would you say the coldest thing about your cut is mm. and it was almost like you can hear crickets after that right because everybody else want to know. And I said, um, you really want to know? And he was like, yeah. And I said, all right. In all honesty, brother, the coldest thing about my cut is that it's not about my cut. Mm. And it was a slight pause in the barbershop. And the, the owner who was cutting my head was like, damn, that's cold. You know what I'm saying? So I broke it down to him to the sense of like, yo. When you carry yourself a certain way and then you treat the clients like they're celebrities mm -hmm. and you consistently do that, in their minds, no one can convince them that you are not the best. So I can say I'm the best. You can say you're the best. You can, it's all debatable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. really no true measuring stick. It's not measured by, look, I won this amount of trophies. Oh, I won this show. Or I cut this person's hair. You know what I mean? It's not measured by, oh, I'm booked all day. That doesn't measure who's the best. Right. You know what I mean? So it's other things, man. So you know, the way you dress, there's certain things that can, the whole experience, you get a client, You if you if you dressed in a shirt and tie or, you know, casually dressed, and then you treating them, you using the right products. You, you, you know, I see you got smell goods up there. You, you treating your clients like kings and queens when they sit down. Mm -hmm. You the best barber. Yeah. Hands down. That's the best thing about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, I mean, you can give an average haircut. Uh, you can give an average haircut and you make a person feel like they never felt before. You got a client for life. <laughs> for All real. right. So some, some practical Practical questions. How long does it take you to do a nice fade? Me, I'm not a fast barber, so uh, a nice one like uh, mm, ball fade. Okay, ball fade. Thirty minutes, a nice one, a nice clean, solid. You know what I mean? No, you know, hardly no flaws or no flaws at all. Thirty minutes. Yeah. About thirty minutes. Yeah. That's uh, just straight cutting or that shampoo and, and cut? That's just straight cutting. Yeah. Straight cutting? Yeah, straight okay. cutting. So the whole process all together, about 45 minutes. Rough, rough, yeah, 45 roughly. minutes. Yeah, with no face and nothing like that. If they, if, they not, if they coming in with no face, but a beer, you got to add probably an hour now. Throw an hour on that, yeah. yeah. Depending on if you got one of the big joints like you, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to <laughs> really scope that boy. Yeah. Um, you coming in at 125 is... is that what you gonna do? So uh, I'm still determining it, the that final price. But uh, so I don't want nobody to see this and be like, "Man, you said it was gonna be one twenty five. So <laughs> it just depends. I'm, I'm I'm narrowing it down, man, on some things. But I will have uh, 
uh, new client specials though that I'm yeah. that I'm gonna do, and that's gonna run for probably you know you probably can benefit from that for about six months or something like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to show you what it is. What's your method of coming up with your price? Uh, so I base it off uh, what I think my own skill set is. Um, I base it off uh, barbers that are surrounding barbers that are kind of, you know, we around like the same level. You know what I mean? So if, if if I'm down the street from you and I'm like, yo, you know, Mike charge, Mike charge 100. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know that I can't be less than 100. Or if much less than a hundred, if anything, I, if I want to be in the ninety, ninety-five, so I, I let that be a factor too, a little small factor, but uh, definitely off my services for sure is uh, so. Uh, I'm not comparing it to what uh, you used to used to paying. Like, you know what I mean? It's come clients like I ain't never paid that much. That don't have nothing to do with me. You right. know what I mean? I, I'm not concerned with that. That's you know what I mean. Right. So. Uh, so it's mostly the service. It's mostly what I think my skill set is, what I think my time is worth, and then the services that I'm providing, and then the combination of a little small part is the you know the barbers in my tier, so to speak. You know what I mean? For as far as skill level, what what they're charging. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. Um, so a lot of different methods uh, coming up with pricing. Some people they charge by time. Some people charge the straight value, you know. You got those guys. How do you feel about the guys that, like, uh, your G Blanco coming out with two $200 cuts, lost cut it at 200 Is that inspiring to you? or? Uh, Not really. I'm happy for him. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I'm not – I don't look at it like – because it's, you know, to me it's I, – I, you know, I can't chase the dollar amount. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like – if one day for whatever reason I said, yo, you know what, this is what I'm doing is two hundred dollars worth two hundred dollars, then I'll do it. I'll pull a trigger. You yeah, know what I mean? That's good. But uh yeah, them dudes that's getting what they getting, I'm I'm happy for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't look at it as inspiration because I don't know one, how true it is. <laughs> uh you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that it's not true, but right. I can't be inspired by something that I don't really know. You know what right. I mean? So but I what I because of what I do know is that not only barbers but we're gonna stick it to barbers. But we can stick strictly to barbers. When I say this, a lot of barbers lie about what they make. Mm-hmm. That's why when when I got on here, I wanted to make sure that I said, "Yo, I'm not up right now." Right. Because I want the dude that's not up to know that your happiness is not determined by by your dollar worth or your bank account or what you say you charge for a haircut. That does not equate to happiness. You know what I'm saying? And it does not mean you're not better. Or as good as those other people or mm-hmm. barbers, you know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, I'm not inspired by that, man. I'm happy for him. No, I, 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 I want to see the industry raise, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we we wanted the most valued, but underappreciated at the same time. So, yeah, we all should make, we all should be getting top dollar for real. Yeah, yeah. I got a uh, yesterday's class was uh, the. Uh, uh, the live virtual class was dealing with pricing. And, um, you know, we were just talking about you have to know what your business expenses. How much does it cost you to run the type of business that you want to run? Uh-huh. That's beyond rent. They need to know your personal expenses. How much does it cost you to live the life that you want to live? You got to know those two numbers. Uh-huh. Then you got to add on 
profit. Whatever that number is, whatever that big number is, you got to add on 15, 25% because you don't want to just be making enough to take care of expenses. You want to be profitable so that when you go looking for funding, trying to make expansions, like that bank can look at, at your cash flow and say, oh, this is a good investment right here, right? Yeah. And a lot of us don't think like that. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm excited that, that, that you coming in not trying to be like, oh man, because cause I'm coming back in, I gotta start here. It's like I'm glad to see you, you know, that same mindset. I'm glad, I'm just glad to see you back. Period. Um, appreciate that. Appreciate you coming by. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, just listening to your story, many people are gonna find a lot of value, um, and and be and be inspired. And um, got you on camera saying you're gonna come and do a cut. I'm coming. I'm coming for real. It's gonna be it's right gonna there. Be smoke too. Yeah, my man. I like. I like that. Like that. That's that's just one of those things. Like I'm inspired by a lot of people from the south, but ain't nothing like that Chicago confidence. Oh, yeah, I like man. that. Oh yeah. yeah I already know. What <laughs> so it is. man, uh, appreciate you again. Um, and um, if there's anything that I can do to further support you, let me know. Um, how can people get in touch with you? Um. Right now, only um, my IG. That's at at the Great Gift of Hands. T H E G R E A T H A N D Z. And you could DM me, depending on why you DMing me. Um, <laughs> I can give you my number or whatever. You know what I mean? But you know, no funny business or nothing like that, though. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I ain't a hard, I ain't a hard guy to, to converse with, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, are you in the salon suite soon? No, you know what? Uh, I just uh, virtually signed the ink okay. th today. So um, it's so fresh, and I don't even know the address. Okay. <laughs> that was kind of dope, too, the way they came together. But nah, uh, so I'm, I'm going to get that information out. But it's going to be... Um, it's gonna be dope, man. Uh, I got some things coming before I go to the to the actual uh, suite. I got a uh, I got a video that'll drop before then. Um, for those of you uh, who've been asking for it, it's it's a retro joint, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So I said uh, I'm gonna put this joint together. I wanted to uh, kind of capture every element of barbering, you know what I mean. So I'm trying to uh, you know make it a movie, man. But yeah, it's it's coming up, man. So That's dope. I got a couple of things, man, a couple of things before I officially get in there. Dope. Definitely keep me in tune so oh, yeah. I can uh, do my part in putting the spotlight on it. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And again, man, thank you for coming out, man. Man, thanks for having me, man. Hey, man. Hey, you know, it was an honor, man, for real, man. Like, I, I'm i like, you know, even to be here, man, you know what I'm saying? To even be invited, you know what I mean? I, I appreciate it, man. And um, I'm looking forward to it, man. This ain't going to be the only one of these, though. You know how, how we do. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, any last minute words before we close out? Yeah, man. I want to say uh, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for everybody that kept me in thought. You know, for those who kept me in prayer, uh, for those who have reached out to me even before I made this a sporadic comeback to social media. Um, it mean a lot to me, man. Words can't express, man. It, it, it really has uplifted me um, and inspired me, man. You know, thanks to my Silk and Classy family, man. 
they kind of like lit the fire, you know what I'm saying, the initial spark. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I just thank, I just thank everybody, man. And I, I just want to say, man, that from the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to, man, putting this work out for us, man, so we can help move this thing forward, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, my man. There we have it, Mr. J. Ruff, the great gifted hands. <laughs> Welcome to the share, bro. Oh, man, man. Thanks for having me. super dope, too. <laughs> man, sure stuff looking expensive. This one of the ones, like, you don't want to break, no. <laughs> like, no accident. <laughs>